check the tape. We're recording this Sunday night, March 31st. I'm your host, Aria Atari, and joined on the line is Justin Moskal. What's going on? What's going on, man? How are you? I'm doing good. We're doing this on a Sunday night again, so it's uh, it's like it's refreshing. It's almost oh, what yeah. we promised. Almost. Not completely, but uh, how was uh, – did you watch the Duke game? I did. Um, I was so uh, – Coach K should resign, Excuse right? Me. Coach K should resign, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, how do you have that much talent and you just your offense just it never seems like they had a solid plan. They're just like, oh, maybe you should go to Zion. Oh, RJ's gonna get the ball here. Oh, let's let's see if Cam Reddish can shoot up a three at one point. I don't know. And then when they went to RJ Barrett down the stretch, uh there why why not get the ball to Zion? I don't get it. That's exactly what I was gonna say. And and he did. He drew that foul, and then he missed the free throws, but or missed the first free throw. But he had it. You still not go to Zion. He's just a. He'll just run sprint at sprint at the hole and throw one up. It's better than what RJ did. Yeah, uh, I have this tweet. Uh, Roger Sherman is a his writer, I guess. I don't. I don't know his exact title. Um, he works for the Ringer. He tweeted Duke lost three games with Zion Williamson in the lineup this year. R.J. Barrett went 0 for 9 in the final minute of those games. The rest of the team had three total shots. Zion had one. Jesus. 0 for 9. It's not good. I just remember that Gonzaga game where he like went 1 on 5 the entire time. Yeah, and people still think that he should go over my boy Ja. No, I'm so out on R.J. Barrett. But, um, good. Yeah, we're not going to talk about some crappy college game, even though that game wasn't crappy. Any game with Zion isn't crappy, but most of these college games suck. They're so awful. They just whip the ball around the perimeter a bunch of time, don't run sets, and just chuck up a god awful three. But it's all right. We're not going to talk about that. Um, we're going to talk about the NBA. And just like a little programming note, if you're one of those few people who are on the edge of your seat, uh, waiting for when new episodes come out, with, which might just be your uncle. Um, hey, you never know. It's a solid audience. Yeah. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to do this Sunday night. Um, and then next Sunday, we won't be doing it. We're going to do it on Wednesday or either Wednesday night or Thursday and have it up before Friday of that week for next week before the playoffs start. Yep. Um, and we're doing Wednesday because... That could because of that, right? And then from there on out, it's every Wednesday. We're going back to Sunday. No, then we'll go back to Sunday. Okay. It's I don't want to do a thing where it's not consistent. I don't want to just be like, oh, one day here, one day here, one day there. I don't know. If we need to make tweaks, I'll tweet them out, or we'll say it at the beginning of this. I know you got that wedding you're going to, which might kind of change things up. Um, yep. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But right now, let's talk some basketball. Yeah. And it doesn't make sense to do that one on Sunday when there's like three days of basketball left that can just change the playoffs. So this is um, so that one's going to be our playoff preview. This episode is kind of going to be our season recap. We're going to talk. We're going to give out awards, made up awards, real awards, answer some questions that we have. And yeah. So are we ready to roll. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. All right. So let's just start off with the all-NBA teams. Um, 
this is like I think the only real awards we're going to be doing. All NBA has always been like so important to me because you know All Star teams. A lot of it has fan vote, and sometimes I feel like the coaches just play politics, and I I don't know. But All NBA, I like when the media votes, and I'm not saying the media doesn't play politics, and there's not agendas sometimes, but there's so many more media members that I think like it gets flushed out a little bit. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and it's, I mean, it's just that much less biased, like you said, fan-wise. Than yeah, just... so the fans are horrible. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds yeah. awful to say. Yeah. But sure. um, the fans are horrible. Arya Atari, just... Uh, <laughs> put it on my tombstone. Put it on a t-shirt or something. Um, <laughs> okay, so first team All-NBA. Guards are obvious. Curry and Harden. Yeah, pretty much the most obvious thing in the world, other than the Warriors winning the title. Yeah, so Curry and Harden. The forwards, but you say both of them are obvious. Giannis is obvious. Is Paul George still a no-brainer for first yeah. team? You think so? Yeah. I mean, his, his complete year to me was just – it was that good. So, well, yeah, the I think shoulder he's... injury down the stretch, it's kind of hurt, it's kind of hurt him. Uh, he mm-hmm. hasn't been the same. You could make a case for Durant on that first team. Yeah, I'm that's still, the only guy I had. I'm still going to go with there. Paul George. Yeah, me too. Center, you have to go Jokic or Embiid, and I think we disagree on this one. Um, I have Jokic. Yeah, and I have Embiid. So my reasoning is right now, the Nuggets and Thunder, or the Nuggets and the Warriors, I'm sorry, they're tied for the best record in the Western Conference. Jokic is the only all-star on his team, and to be that, for his team to be that good, with him being that only all-star in the tougher conference, I have to give it him the nod. Yeah, and I agree with that. And I just, my thing was, and it just boiled down to, he's the best player on his team, which, they, I mean, they both are. But yeah. for the Sixers to be this good, Ben Simmons is not is just not a very good shooter, not very good, really that good of a player to where Embiid has to do it all. In my opinion, yeah, Simmons is like an offensive and, player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why I just kind of gave the nod to Embiid, and it it's that close between those two. I mean, two ter- like just terrific years, but I just went with Embiid for that reason. Yeah, Embiid. It, it, I I can't say oh that's so dumb blah, blah 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 blah. I just disagree with it because of the team success. Yeah. If you had to pick one of them though to like build the franchise, who would you take? I think I'd still take Jokic just because of Embiid's injury history. Because of the injuries, yep. I just that, don't which know. is the only reason, honestly. Yeah, I just, I just don't know how long he could hold up. And maybe he does hold up for a while. But right now, Embiid's numbers are like the same as Shaq's from the early 2000s. Yeah, and it really just does rely on health. Is he the best center since Shaq? Because it was Dwight Howard. Yeah, I mean, because he's still... He's a pure center, and he still has the the new center tendencies, which is why he's just this dominant. Embiid? Yeah. yeah he, the way he puts the ball on the floor and, like, how he has, like, I don't, I don't want to say his guard moves, but he kind of does, honestly. Yeah. And, he was uh, probably, like, one of those young kids that was, like, really short and played guard and then hit a growth spurt of 10 inches the well, next year. he was kind of like Hakeem in the way because he played mm-hmm. soccer and has the footwork and everything. Yeah. Um, but he also, his fake, I just don't understand why people go for it all the time. 
It makes no sense. I I feel the same way about Harden. I will, when I was watching him the other day when well, I, uh, he was I in Atlanta for it. And beats I'm just like it's it's so obvious what he's doing. Mhm. I mean, it's obvious what Harden's doing too. I don't. I just don't think you can stop it. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So second team guards Westbrook and Willard. You agree there? Yeah. This was the guards are just what happened. What do you mean? It's just so weak. If I feel like it's just. I don't know. I I, I don't think it's that weak. I don't actually think it's weak. Really. Yeah, I, I like Westbrook and Lillard. What's what's wrong with them? I don't know. I just maybe it's because I'm just it's Harden and Curry and Curry's with his you know championship pedigree and then Harden with the scoring. They're just that much better than yeah. Like, the next one maybe just seems like the gaps that much bigger. Yeah. So yeah. Well, but yeah, I I agree with your guards. Because when Lillard he was first team last year and a lot of that was because Curry missed a lot of games, so it was Lillard and mm-hmm. Harden and. It kind of didn't feel like Lillard belonged on there. Then after they got swept by New Orleans in the first round, they're like, this guy was a first-team All-NBA player. Exactly. So that gap is just huge to me. Maybe that's why it seems that way. Yeah, so the forwards, I have Durant and Kawhi. Kawhi has missed like a lot of games, and none of them have been to injuries. just kind of been, you know, sit him out here, sit him out there. We talk, We made jokes about, on this podcast multiple times about Kawhi, you know, basketball isn't really his job. It's just like a hobby because uh, he doesn't play every game. Um, but he's great still... hobby, though. Yeah, great hobby. <laughs> but um, still million, dollar, million dollar hobby. Yeah, he's got the New Balance contract. Are you going to get his shoes? I uh, I have a New Balance account actually at work, and I was looking at looking to see if they had them. They they are on there. They are very ugly. How much are they? Like two fifty, I think. Two fifty for New Balances? I think they're like two fifty, two hundred. I might have been looking at like the full set of stuff, which is like, I think they come with like socks and shorts. Great. But yeah, Kawhi Leonard socks and shorts. Take them to the blacktop. I'm so out. Oh. <laughs> but no, he's still second team All NBA, even though yeah, he's missed sure. those games. The Raptors are. They have the second best record, I think, right now. I think their record's better than the Warriors. Um, if he plays a normal amount of games, he's up there with the other two in MVP voting, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think his numbers. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, I'd say so. I'd say he'd be like a. I'd say he'd be third. Him or Paul? You got to think what that adds. I don't know how many wins. I don't know the stats on this, so I'm just shooting blanks here. But you got to add what three or four wins to their win total if he plays all the games. Well, they, it's not like they have some crappy record when he doesn't play. Yeah. Um, so maybe not. I don't know. But yeah, it was just a thought. Yeah, and I don't really know why they've gone this route of just sitting him. I guess they're just hundred percent want to do everything right by him. If that's Kawhi, what I was thinking. Kawhi, you just, you're not feeling up to it. It's okay, sit out. But you're still gonna resign, right? Yeah. Do what you got to do, man. Do what you got to do. You want to go home early? Go ahead. Yeah, I get it. I guess. But um, so him and Durant, you know, Durant has had a good year, and no one's really been talking about him. Like I feel like people still talk about Curry a lot with the Warriors, but Durant's just gone under the radar and just having this quiet season. No, you don't hear anything about Durant unless it's like a rumor of him going to the Knicks or him feuding with. Uh, Is that why he's leaving though? 
Yeah, I, I do think that's it. I think it's that because, you know, it's Curry's team. But I think it's more, you know, he left the Thunder so he could go compete for championships and build this legacy as an all-time great player. And he won two championships, two finals MVPs, and nothing's changed. Everyone still views him as a guy who just jumped the ship, uh, went to some other team, and rode the coattails of them, even though he was the best player on those finals teams. Yeah, and which, in my mind, it it's a good reason to leave. And yeah. a good reason to just be like, hey, I can do this. Trust me, I can do this anywhere. Like, if you're not going to get anything out of being in on the Warriors, like, if it, you're just going to win a couple more rings, but they're not going to... Yeah, gonna if you're not going to get anything anymore. Yeah, like, I'm sure he could win more titles there, but what's that going to mean for him and his legacy at the end of the day? He's already got two... If they win two more titles, no one's going to be like, oh, woohoo. Like, everyone's going to be like, yeah, no shit. Yeah, and I, I want him to leave so bad. It's just, it's so... That's the number... I've said this before multiple times, so I'm just... Uh, Being almost, a dead horse here. Yeah, beating the dead horse. I was about to say beating around the bush, and I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Um, but it's just, it's so boring just knowing who's going to win before the season starts. And I know people are like, oh, the Warriors look vulnerable this year. Maybe they'll, uh, maybe, you know, maybe they'll, maybe they'll lose this year. Come on now. Come on. Houston yeah. had home court last year. I mean, Houston's probably the best team to beat them. I know we talked about this a while ago, and, I, and we said Oklahoma City. But they've fallen off the map. They lost to Dallas today at home without when the Mavericks weren't even playing Luka. Yeah, that, and of course it happens right right after we say that. And they're not in a position to lose that spot, but they just they lose so like so many bad games. It's absurd. The Warriors, it doesn't make any sense. No, 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 the Thunder. Oh. Well, they both do. Yeah, that's true. The Thunder trying every time. I don't so, know how much to make of this stuff anymore because it's towards the end of the season and nobody yeah, really gives that. a crap. So, Yeah, and they're not even close to – like the Kings were threatening for a little there and now it's very, very far out of it. Yeah, it's not like they're in danger of losing a spot, Oklahoma yeah, City. I think they clinched, didn't they? But – no, not yet. But – Maybe, I don't know. But the Warriors, going back to them and how like it's so predictable already, that's why we need Kevin Durant to leave. Go to the Knicks, go to the Clippers, go to the Lakers, go anywhere. Actually, don't go to the Lakers. But Please go don't anywhere. go to the Lakers. Yeah, he wouldn't because that'd just be the same thing over all over again with uh, the Golden State situation because he'd just be yeah. riding LeBron's coattails. But So, okay, we got Kawhi and KD as our forwards. And then our center. And the center kind of- is... Done. Yeah, because one, I'll have Embiid. You said Jokic. So th- these two are pretty easy, right? Yeah, no doubt. Third team's where it gets a little tricky, and I have, uh, I have some, some, some thoughts. Some. All right. To say Lay the least. Lay them out there. Lay them out there. Okay. Kyrie Irving is going to be my first guard. Uh, I had to bump him from the second team because. You know, the Celtics season has kind of been a disaster. I'm not sure. I, I don't know if you've uh, paid any attention to it. Oh, no, no, no. I haven't. Not at all. Um, but he still wasn't going to mention it. His offensive numbers are still, like, really good. And he is great at closing the end of games. The other night against the Pacers game, he had the uh, game winner. I wish it would have been a buzzer beater, but whatever. Um, so I, I still have to have him on the third team. 
even though this season's kind of gone down the tubes. But I'm trying to remain optimistic. Um, so the other guard, I went back and forth. So the way with all NBA teams, I hate putting you on an all NBA team if you're not going to be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It's not hard to make the playoffs in the NBA. There's 16 playoff spots, and it's a sport where there's only five guys on the court at once. This isn't football where, you know, the Packers didn't make the playoffs this year. But how much of that was really on Aaron Rodgers? And to be honest, they probably should have made it if Aaron Rodgers is all that great. Um, quarterback, <laughs> Quarterback's really the only position in football where you can have that much of an impact, right? Basketball, anybody can have that much of an impact. It's just are you a star or are you not a star? Or are you that are you that elite level of star? So if you don't make the playoffs, and I know it's a team sport and everything, look, I get that, but I still think you should get to the playoffs at least. I'm not saying win the championship. I'm just saying get to the freaking playoffs if you're going to be on my All NBA team and be one of the top 15 guys. Is that too much to ask? No, I don't think it's too much to ask. I feel like I feel like that kind of played your hand there on who this is going to be and who you were downplaying. But go ahead. Yeah, so my second guard spot, you know, I, people like Bradley Beal, they like Kemba Walker, and I'm going back and forth between Clay Thompson and Ben Simmons. Okay. I can't decide I, which one I want. My, I was going back between one of those guys also, but I also was going between Kemba and them. Which I know you're not a big Kemba guy, but I had him on here last time, and I'm sticking to my guns. Well, his team is 35 and 40. He's not. He's a ten seed in the Eastern Conference. How, why am I supposed and to be impressed? The Eastern Conference is just so bad. Yeah. Why should I be impressed by him? Mm-hmm. I just, you know, my hatred for Ben Simmons is real. I'm going to go with Simmons, I guess, but I don't feel great about it. Truly, really a coin flip between those two. Between him and Clay, for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Clay hasn't had his best season this year. Yeah, he hasn't, but he he came on towards the end. He he went up for his, you know, vintage huge quarters and so, you know, and like we keep on saying about the Warriors, when do we even know when they're really playing or not playing and all that stuff. So, we'll see the real Clay. You know what? No, because you just said that, I'm going to put Simmons on and bump Clay off because this is a regular season award. There and you go. These Warriors just are not here every night uh, in the regular season. So whatever. Forwards. Blake Griffin. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, that's obvious. He might be... People are... I hate the people who are like, he's having the best season of his career. Um, No, Blake Griffin finished third in the MVP voting in 2014 behind only Durant and LeBron when he was with the Clippers in 20... Look, people love three balls. Well, people love recency bias. He started shooting threes, and now everybody loves him and thinks he's having the best season ever. But it's also like anytime anybody has a good season, like this is the best year of his career. Like Kevin Durant, he has a good year every year. This is the best year of Kevin Durant's career. This is the best year of Steph Curry's career. I'll tell you the guys who are having the best years of their careers right now, okay? Giannis is having the best year of his career, right? Agreed. James Harden is probably having the best year of his career. (laughs) I'd say so. And Paul George, I'd say, is having the best year of his career. Yeah, 
I agree with all three And I'm talking about guys who have, like, been playing for six to ten years, okay? Because, obviously, guys like Simmons, Embiid, um... Give me De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, De'Aaron Fox. Jokic. Got, like, younger guys. Obviously, this is their best year of their career, but the next year will probably be the best year of their career, too. But I'm talking about, like, established guys. It's like Harden... Giannis, I don't even know if Giannis I'd consider that level of established yet. But all these other guys like Westbrook, Durant, Kawhi, LeBron, Curry, they're not having the best years of their careers. And I don't know. I feel like people just love throwing that stuff out. But Blake Griffin is still having a really good year. This Pistons team is horrible, and he's dragging them into the playoffs. I understand the conference sucks too. That's another reason why I'm not giving it to Kemba. This is like Look how bad this Pistons team is, and they're going to get in. Yeah, and he hates his life there. You can tell. Who's their Every third life. best player? It goes him, Every... Drummond, and who? Luke Kennard? Yeah, it's bad. Reggie Jackson? Every, every post-game interview, he's just like, yeah, I know, I scored 67 points, and we almost lost. Well, did you see the one when he's like, yeah, this was like a while ago. He was like, oh, our team isn't taking this seriously a lot of the time. And Reggie Jackson like comes in the post-game interview and like starts joking around, and it was like yeah. exhibit A. Yeah, he was like, and here you go. Yeah, so we're in agreement on Blake yeah, Griffin. Absolutely, I think we're in agreement on everybody in this all NBA teams. Well, we right? uh, the centers, yeah, and the guard, that one guard. But this one, there's no way you're gonna agree with me. Lamarcus Aldridge is my second forward. Really? Yeah, you know who I'm leaving off, right? Yeah, I know exactly who you're leaving off. Uh, little guy named uh, LeBron James. Not sure if you've heard of him. Yeah, I have not. So what? You're gonna call me out on this, or? Not really. I just, I want to hear your reasoning for it. I kind of uh, I kind of agree with it. So now that he's sitting out the rest of the season, he's gonna be playing. I think it was 55 games total, give or take a couple numbers. So that's around the same amount that Curry played last year, and Curry got third team All NBA. Yeah, and. I don't know. I think you might have just convinced me to do the same thing, too, because like Anthony Davis is the same way. And all these guys like they don't play games like that's the whole point. So I'm leaving him. But here's the thing. He's missing all these games and his team sucks, too. At least Curry was on a winning team. Yeah, his team sucks real bad. I'm not going to put a guy who's missed over a quarter of the season on a crappy team. Who's what are they going to win? Like 30? Four games? I'm not going to do that. Same thing with Anthony Davis. Sorry, you guys are great players. You can be on the same team together next year, and then you can get your All-NBA <laughs> spots back. But that's not happening this year. No way. I'm sure they're really distraught over this. But I know you're listening, LeBron James. I know you're Step listening. Step it up next year and play more games. Yeah. But to be honest, I kind of feel like this is a genius move by LeBron to like not play all these games after making eight straight finals. He's taking this year off, getting his rest, and knows that he has a two, maybe three-year window to really go for it. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate the move. And we said this, I don't know how many podcasts ago, maybe two or three. I remember saying LeBron should just shut it down. It will never happen, but he really should. And... Here we are. And he did. I guess he just wanted to like keep playing to like keep himself alive for some of those all-time records. And you know he wants to play with his son. Yeah. That's like always in the back of his mind. Yeah, but that has nothing to do with shutting it down this season. I don't know. You know, he's gonna just keep on, you know, keeping himself together for 
How how long does he have to play for him to son to be six, in the league? Six, six or seven more years. Oh, he can do that easily. Yeah, he might not be the best player ever at that point. But. No. Um, all right, so Aldridge, the Spurs have been winning. They kind of got hot uh, as of late. He was the only other forward I could really think of. So I kind of agree with you there. I, I don't mind that. I uh, The reasoning really got me there. So, yeah. The center, I think I'm going to go with Gobert. Really? Yeah, I'm not putting Towns on for the same reason. His team's losing. Hey, yeah, that's what we'll agree then. I'm going to go Towns. He's just having such a good year. And I think it was more of, Maybe I'm just blinded by, like, Jimmy Butler saying how bad he sucked, and then he's like, no, I don't suck. Maybe that's why. But, yeah, I'm going to go with Cat there, and we'll disagree on all of our center spots. So, okay, I'll go with Gobert, and you'll go with Towns. Yeah, I just I can't put you on here unless you're in the playoffs. It's really hard to do so. All right, so let's get to some of the other stuff that's, like, not as generic. This is the point in time where if this podcast had some sort of sponsorship, I would read an ad. But, hey, maybe one day. Here's some questions. Instead of rookie of the year, who's your sophomore of the year? I feel like we always do rookie of the year and then just forget about the award and never check on these guys. Yeah, I know. And then uh, they always do like the what they, the sophomore versus the rookie thing. And then, like you said, they just kind of get casted off. No awards. But uh, I feel like this one's kind of easy. So I kind of want to hear what you have to say. Well, it first is and then. pretty easy. It's, yeah. First off, Ben Simmons doesn't count. He was never a rookie. He should have never been a rookie. <laughs> Um, it's Donovan Mitchell. His team's going to the playoffs again. He's got out of his early season slump. There was a couple of weeks ago where I think I liked De'Aaron Fox a little bit more than him. And then I looked at the numbers and I was like, oh, wait, no way. They're not even really close. Um, I did that exact same thing today to make sure I wasn't dumb. So Donovan Mitchell was the be- one was he finished second, I believe, behind Simmons for rookie of the year last year, even though he was the best true rookie. However, once those playoffs ended, I thought Jason Tatum was the best rookie. But Oh, how the times have changed. If we were doing an award, the opposite of most improved player and doing least improved player, it'd be Jason Tatum. He has literally not made a single improvement. In fact, what's the, what's the um, opposite of the word improvement? Regression? No, regression is just you fall back to normal. It's like he's got worse. He's just taking these mid-range jump shots. Thank you, Kobe Bryant. Shout out, Kobe Bryant. We shout out Kobe a lot on this podcast, uh, talking about Tatum. I was talking about Kobe with somebody yesterday. And you know how, like, you know, we talk a lot of crap about LeBron. And we all, and we do it, like, jokingly. We don't, act, we don't have anything against these guys. Hell, we love watching these guys. They're great athletes. We love watching them. We love basketball. But I was thinking about this with Kobe Bryant, okay? LeBron is, like, you can tell, you know, he's got his family. He's got all of his friends. And Kobe has his family, too. But LeBron has all of his friends, you know. Maverick Carter, a Rich Paul, they run his business, but they were also his friends. Do you think Kobe Bryant has friends? No, he's kind of like Eminem. But I feel like Eminem has friends. Yeah, but they're like his really close friends, like the two or three of them. Like Kobe has like two or three close friends and then like no one else. Does he? I don't even think he has that. I don't know, because when you think back to the uh, Derek Fisher, I don't know. You think him and Derek like, Fisher are like, the, spending time together? Yeah, exactly. Like, think back to the old teams. Like, LeBron's friends with guys from his old team still and stuff. Like, th- Kobe Bryant, like, hates all of his old teammates. I guess Pau Gasol and him got along. But, no, I just don't know if Kobe has any friends. So, I don't know. Michael Jordan, you know, he's really good friends with Charles Oakley. He used to be good friends with Barkley. 
I, I was just thinking about this. I'm like, who are Kobe's friends? I don't know. Yeah, so if anybody out there knows anyone who's friends with Kobe, let us know. Or if you are friends with Kobe, let us know. All right, so yeah, Donovan Mitchell, sophomore of the year. Best trade. So what's the best trade made this year? And this extends from the moment the Warriors won the 2018 title. That's when the timeline started. Go. Uh, there were a bunch of trades, and like none of them were really like groundbreaking, I guess. Yeah. Or like made that much of a difference. Like the Jimmy Butler trade at the time made a difference. Well, we thought it would. Yeah, exactly. But it didn't really. So I don't really know where to go with this one because they're all like, hey, let's just trade for these pieces to help, you know? Yeah, well, for me, I think it's kind of a no-brainer. Uh, really? Yeah, I think it's the Raptors getting Kawhi. I mean, I would assume that, but that's where the future comes into play. Well, that's the thing, though. Even I, I thought about that part, and I'm like, even if he leaves, he still gave them one year where they had a better chance of winning the title any year they had DeRozan. So it'd be worth it. That's like, true. I think they're the favorite to win the East right now because, you know, the Celtics are a mess. Milwaukee's got all these injuries. Philly, I just still don't like how they're all jumbled together, and I hate their coach. So Toronto is kind of the team I like the most, and I would love to see Siakam in the playoffs. Yeah, Toronto kind of seems like they have it the most together right now, if right. that makes sense. Yeah. And like you said, the injuries in Milwaukee. And those guys are supposed to come back, but then off of injuries coming back, they're clearly not the same. So, yeah. Yeah. I, taking out the future, which, I mean, you can't do. But like you said, that one year, you're just – they just seem like that much more of a threat. Yeah. Sometimes so, you do got to go all the way for it. Yeah. In one well, year. I'd agree with you. We're doing a lot of agreeing here, so. I know. We should probably stop. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, but – it's kind of a no-brainer when you break it down like that. Um, what were the what were you like number two then? Let's go to number two. Number two. Um, to be honest, I didn't really think that far ahead for number two. Number two, I think is um, I think it's the Doncic trade. Still, I just I'm sorry. I I know how good Trey Young has been the last couple of weeks. He's been hot. He hit a buzzer beater today. That was a sick shot, by the way. But I just hold Doncic in such higher regard than maybe like everyone everyone loves Zion right yeah I actually think Doncic is going to be better than him wow I do I that's how much I, I you said, didn't you say that last podcast yeah I don't think we agree on that one but I I may have or I may have said it like off the podcast recording mm-hmm. or like maybe just through text or something but I I just like Luca that much I don't understand why everyone's not realizing how good he is. And maybe I'm overhyping him or I've fallen into some of the hype, whatever. But I was on that train since day one, and I'm not getting off anytime soon. No reason to, really. Yeah, it's not like he's been bad. I mean, the Mavericks have been worse the last couple of months, but that's because they just traded a bunch of their players, you know? Yeah, because they're trying to lose. Yeah, now they're trying to lose. It's going to suck, though, when they don't, for them at least, when their pick is going to fall like 6th or 7th, and Atlanta's going to get maybe like the 4th or 5th pick and the 6th and 7th pick. It's going to make that trade look a lot better for the Hawks. No doubt. But Which so, is why I said we, we, need, we do need to wait to see where it is. No, because I think this draft kind of sucks. That's the other thing. No, sure, it doesn't seem very deep. Because the more you watch these players, the more you're like, 
man, they kind of suck. Like, Cam Reddish, granted he was hurt. Today he just, like, couldn't shoot. What about, like, so after Zion and after Morant, like, R.J. Barrett's going to be third? I guess. I mean, unless... Why does anybody like R.J. Barrett? Tell me what why people like him. He's a big guard that can shoot and take No, it to he can't. He really can't. No, but this was all of his... Because, you know, he was a better prospect than Zion. Right. And so he... I, I would assume that's what they thought. Because, I mean, he's, what, 18, 19 years old still? Well, here's the thing about him. He's not a good shooter. He's not someone who I'd consider a good passer. Say he has all this vision, right? Yeah, I mean, at least it, it didn't show. I don't know if he's an elite scorer. He goes one on five on these college offenses, and he's not even scoring at a consistent rate. I don't know what's his like elite skill or what it, what he does that's so impressive. He doesn't really have it to me. He doesn't have like the super explosiveness or anything. He's just I don't know. If you can't score one on like an ISO against Gonzaga, how are you going to score an ISO on? You know who he is? He's Jalen Rose. Ouch. Jalen Rose was a great, was a good NBA player, but he's not a superstar. And then that guy from Gonzaga, what, he's going to be in the top five pick? Yeah, uh, Achimura. I wasn't impressed by him. See, the thing is, is it, at this point with these later guys, it's just, let's just take the big guy and see if we can make him into this NBA, you know? Like Mo Bamba. Yeah, exactly. I, I hate when they take all these big guys. It's just oh, that, what that's what that's what I feel like this draft's gonna be. So so this is a good segue for um you know I brought up best trade. This is a good segue for the one of the topics we had. How many current players in the NBA would you take over Zion right now? And when I say that, I mean like them at their current age. Like we're just taking them over Zion. I'd go Giannis obviously, right? Mm-hmm. I think I'd still take Curry and Harden. Yep. Maybe. Maybe not. Um, I would. Would you take Anthony Davis? I don't know if I would. I would. We talk, we, we talk about this not on the pod, but yeah, I definitely would. Durant probably. Um, going back to Davis, he's just so young still, it's absurd. Yeah, he's like, what, 25, 26? Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. I don't know. There's not a long list. I'd say it's under 10 players. I do like Luka more. Yeah, and that was the addition you had. It's like it's probably like the top eight NBA players, honestly. And then you added on him, and it's actually that's a that's about it. You know what? I want to take that back. I don't think I like Luca more. I just I, I don't know. I keep going back and forth on this. <laughs> Let's You'll just say I don't back. think I don't think there's like a giant gap between them. You know what I mean? I'd agree with that. I mean, Doncic is a such a better shooter. It's and kinda, playmaker. Not even close, but. Yeah, yeah. It's the explosiveness. All right, let's go through these topics quick because we're running out of time. All right. We got sidetracked by the, the prospects, but that's all right. All right, favorite NBA beef? Uh, mine was LeBron versus own team. Oh, that was good. That was good. Yeah, Mine yeah. is uh, Mine's Kevin Durant and Kyrie versus reporters. <laughs> that's a good one. I like that. I think I would put any money on and if you just like if uh silver was just like all right you can punch one reporter to both of them Kyrie Irving would do it 
in a heartbeat. Who did not shoot? get any trouble? Oh, uh, I don't know. That's your call on that. I don't know. Who does Kyrie up? hate? I don't think he hates anybody. I think he just kind of plays into it. I mean, we know who Durant hates. He hates Ethan Strauss. Oh, yeah. Um, Hates him. Yeah, he really seems like he does. He's Um, always the one that's asking those questions every time that Durant always freaks out. NBA player that you'd want to fight the least. Active players. Steven Adams. Steven Adams. He's like a karate master. Steven Adams, he's a big dude. Or Boban. Strictly because he's seven ten. No, oh, so you went for like the taller guys. I, mine was Marcus Smart. Oh yeah, that's a good one. He's just he doesn't take crap. No, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Love what Mark about Zach Smart. Randolph? He was my uh, my sleeper. Yeah, he's not in the league anymore. I know. He's still my he's still my little sleeper. All right. Next up, potential first round NBA playoff you want to watch. The one thing that I that popped into my head when you sent me this was. The West matchups are just like the first round matchups are just so much better than the East. It's scary. And it just shows like how bad those bottom teams are in the East. Yeah, but the East is going to have a good round too, assuming we have Milwaukee, Toronto, Philly, and Boston all make it. If everybody holds court, then. Which Boston's probably the biggest threat to not make it. Yeah, exactly. My favorite, I guess I'm kind of taking a little chalk here but mine's got to be golden state oklahoma city yeah i'd say that one too but to be honest i don't want that in round one i wish there was a way we could get that later on you know yeah well i guess there is but oh the thunder did clinch you were right yeah yeah so i mean there is a way it can happen but not very likely okay i'm trying to think of the other ones denver i'd like to see denver play like Maybe I feel like Denver's just so vulnerable because they've never been there before and everything. Exactly. That's the only reason, too. That's what I was going to say. I don't want to see Houston play Oklahoma City because I don't want those teams to take each other out. I want both of those teams to be able to play Golden State at some point. Um, Clippers-Houston would be fun. But, yeah, it's clearly Golden State-Houston or Golden State-Oklahoma City. What about um, Philadelphia-Brooklyn? You think that would be a good one? Yeah, I was looking at that, and just because I feel like um, D'Angelo Russell can torment Ben Simmons, and that in front of yeah, it just it just I don't know, it just makes them the most vulnerable over there. Well, they don't I was, have. I was looking for the most vulnerable matchups for each team. Well, they don't. Phil, uh, Philadelphia after they made that trade, well, one of their trades, I, I don't remember which one, but they don't have like that guy. They don't have like a good. I don't know. I want to say like a six-four under guard who can go out. Yeah, because they, they went and got Tobias Harris. He's just like too. He's just a bigger player than you described. Obviously, they're really and big, he, and I yeah. think they'd struggle with like the smaller, quicker guards. Exactly. So we'll see Jimmy the Butler East, can defend D'Angelo Russell, but yeah, exactly. That like the East, we're just waiting for round two. Yeah. Give me round two already. All right, so Oklahoma City, Golden State, but I, I kind of wish we would get that in round two instead of round one. Uh, At least it gives us one matchup to watch. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, even though... And what's the status on the um, Westbrook-Durant beef? I haven't heard anything about that in a while. 
I think it kind of cooled down a little bit just because, I don't know, I think it's been so long at this point. It's just like Westbrook doesn't even give a shit anymore. There was a game earlier, I think it was this season, and they high-fived and hugged afterwards. You know, it's like, yeah, we're not best friends anymore, but, you know, we were with each other for, was it, eight, nine years? Yeah, like we went through some shit together. Like We literally grew up together from... Yeah, exactly. Like, what were they, like, early 20s, maybe 19, and became, like, men through that time period? Yeah, exactly. Like, at the time, of course, they're going to be pissed off. Like, he just left and all that stuff, but it's water under the bridge. Well, for the sake of that series, I hope the bad blood comes back. Which it will. You know Westbrook always gets going. At some point, something's going to happen, and I don't know. Let's um let's hope let's hope let's hope they play at some point because Golden State's literally played everybody else in the playoffs. I think I don't think they've ever played the this new Clippers team, but who cares? They've never played the Nuggets, obviously. But like I said, I think the Nuggets are easily going to get beat. They've never since they've gotten Durant. I don't think they've played Oklahoma City and Westbrook. They obviously had that Western Conference Finals. Three years ago, where the Thunder blew their three-one lead, and then Kevin Durant leaves the Thunder to join the Warriors. But let's see Durant versus the Thunder. Like we need it. Yeah, we all need it. Before we go, are there the Nuggets the third team to threat the Warriors, or is it the Thunder still? What do you I mean, mean the, the Thunder? Team? Like, because the Rockets are obviously the biggest threat to the Warriors. Right. Um. So the Nuggets are next? I put the Nuggets at three, yeah. And the yeah, Thunder are only second because of, like, the mental aspect, the emotional aspect, Westbrook, Durant's history. Like, the the war, the Spurs have no chance. The Clippers have no chance. The Jazz have no chance. The Trailblazers have no chance, right? That we've seen them, yeah, like, exactly. like, we've seen them destroy the Spurs, destroy the Jazz. And I, I wrote about this uh, earlier in the week. Like, yeah, the Jazz had Hayward instead of Mitchell, whatever. Still same primary they had a primary score trailblazers they've always ripped through them nuggets i wouldn't even say have a chance well the team that has like the third best chance is probably one of those eastern conference teams or maybe an eastern conference team has the second best chance after houston but But, who knows i think houston Houston probably has the best chance out of yeah everything in the league not just the west yeah for sure so all right final question and we'll do this one, and then we'll go, and then the next time we come on, we'll be previewing the actual playoff matchups. But let's talk about a guy who will not be in the playoffs. It's our, uh, it's our buddy LeBron James, and I guess this can be our version of the, what was the, what are we calling that segment? What the weekly bash LeBron segment? Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah. We probably can't do that in the playoffs because he's not going to be there uh, playing. Yeah, and. We'll- We'll retire it till next year. Well, yeah, this will be the last one since he's already out for the year. But here's the – it's more of a question. Is he still the best player in the world? Okay. He's the best player in the world still. I'd probably – I'd have to say yes. But do you want – like if you were to just like drop everything right now and pick a player, is it still him? Probably not. Then who's the player? It's got to be Giannis, right? Is that – see, I wouldn't go with – well – Giannis is young. He's 25, 26, something like that. Um, but if I had to, like, just... Let's say if I was just picking a team, building a team, and it was just for that one season. Like, you know how in 2K, 
Like you have everybody just switches teams after the season, right? Yeah. So obviously, yes, long term, I would definitely take Giannis because of his age. But yeah, we're not talking for... long term at all. We're just talking for one year if you had to go win a championship that year. I think I would take Durant. Yeah. I it and actually I think I'd go Durant, Giannis, then LeBron. Well, Durant's just I still think I'd take LeBron over Giannis. I just don't know with Giannis yet. Like offensively, when teams are just gonna like try and build that wall in front of him in the playoffs, a lot like what Boston did last year. But it helped when their coach, Milwaukee's coach, was a moron and had no idea how to combat that. And he didn't do the whole, you know, how Budenholzer has all the three-point shooters and that gives Giannis so much room to drive and have open lanes. I just don't know without that outside shot how much of a threat Giannis can really be. I don't. I have to go with Durant and I'd probably go LeBron second and maybe Curry third. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we just talked about how Durant's getting forgotten. I always forget about Curry when it comes to that stuff. I don't understand. I don't know why, but that's why they need their yeah, own teams. Exactly. I was just about to say that, and so yeah, I guess back going back to Giannis, it's just like you don't know with him yet because they haven't done anything. So like to win a championship, can he do that for you? I don't know. And you know LeBron can, and you know Curry can, you know Durant can. Well, we knew LeBron could. Can he still? That's true. I mean, probably. If his team wasn't full of rejects. That he tried to trade. Yeah. yeah. Are they rejects? I, mean, I like Ingram. I liked Ingram. I like Kuzma. I like... See, you talking about the, talking the, about the other guys? Like Lance and Rondo and those guys? I mean, those guys and the other guys. When we're talking about all the, the young guys they have, and everyone has the one young guy they like and it's all different which is why i think they all probably just suck like every single person that has this take is like oh yeah like ingram and lonzo suck but i like kuzma oh well kuzma and lonzo suck but i like ingram no they think they just all suck yeah i think ingram's the one i like the most and he kind of was playing well until he had that injury and now it's going to be hard to trade him yeah they i mean Get Kuzma off of a team with LeBron, and I'll make my judgment on him because he hates LeBron. Kuzma's probably the one I like the least out of all of them. Really? Just to f- he just can't play defense. Not to play defense. At least Lonzo. Like I know with him, he still has that insane court vision. Yeah, and he's a pretty, pretty damn good defender. Yeah, and then Ingram, I know, is progressing as a scorer at least before the injury. So I don't know. All right, that's it. Any final thing you want to say? You you want to talk about the New York Mets? No, I'm just kidding. You're not allowed to. <laughs> I was about to say no. You, you can play your little uh, your little word doc though you had about the Mets. Oh uh, yeah, I did a little Mets preview. I'll probably be doing. So you know how everybody does like game by game previews? I was just gonna do a series preview at the end of every series. I feel like it's so oh, much that's not a bad idea. Yeah, that's yeah. easier. That's easier. It's just game every game. game. Is, that's just grueling. Like I know, 162 games. I mean, all due respect, but could you imagine, like, working the beat for a baseball team? No. That, I mean, that is a grind. Like, a grind. First it off, just never stops. Would you ever want to work a beat? Yeah, absolutely. You would? I don't know if I could. Oh, come on. All the travel and... It'd be awesome. You know it would. 
No, because then you gotta you have to be careful what you say. You like you can't really commentate and criticize anybody because then you're not gonna get access and that sort of stuff. I just like I'd rather just like you know do this and have this microphone and just say whatever I think and try and be entertaining and funny and you know if I'm not then all right whatever but like exactly that was my thing it's like I'm not trying to be like on a beat or anything I'm just trying to put my own thoughts out there and see how it goes have some other input other than hey the Mets are doing really well with their signings which they're you know not and the other thing about like when you're on that beat and you're doing all the traveling is I feel like you're so plugged in to that one team that you don't really have a good understanding or idea of the rest of the league. Yeah, that's true. And it's like, it's slowly becoming not team oriented. Like you don't really have this. There's only like a couple team oriented guys and stuff because of that. Like you just, no, have there's more. you just don't know them. I mean, I, I don't that's know them true. either. <laughs> that's true. Like, do you know, the beat reporter for the Denver Broncos. <laughs> no, no, I do not. Woody page. Is he I mean, still in Denver? I think he is, but I don't think he just beat. I don't know. His Twitter account is incredible. Does he have the most around the horde wins, or is that Tim Kalashaw? It's got to be him, dude. He's been on there since, like, ever. Since it's the first episode? Yeah. I haven't watched around the horde in forever. I don't even know who they bring on. I love when they have all the old timers on. They're like, Bob Ryan. I uh, watched the other Kalashaw. day. And it was Minka Kimes. Minka Kimes? Is that how you say her name? Mina Kimes. Mina. And uh, Sarah Spain was on there. And, and then, like, these two other guys that I've never seen before. Yeah. And Tony Reale was standing up. He was standing? They, like, don't have his desk. Is it a new set? He had, yeah, he just has, like, this little podium and, like, all of his buttons. Oh. Yeah. Well, so, to who, this day, don't understand how the scoring works. No, he just... He gave Mina Kimes like eight points for saying that Michigan State played well against LSU or something. I, like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how he decides this. <laughs> Great point. Here's nine time. points. <laughs> All right. That's it. Thanks for listening. We will be back Wednesday after we know, or Wednesday, Thursday, whatever. We will be back once we know the playoff seedings and they're finalized. So until then. Catch you later. Peace.